Hello and welcome to the Graceful Growth Podcast, a show where I dive into this never-ending journey of growth that we're all on in this life. Here, I welcome transparency and vulnerability, along with some laughs and some love, in an effort to create a safe space to learn and grow from one another. Whether you're a new or returning listener, I am so grateful that you decided to spend some time with me. I am your host, Brianna Bonna. Now let's get to the growth. Hello and welcome back to the Graceful Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Bonna, and I'm super excited about this episode. Highly anticipated guest. I've been telling you guys about him for so many episodes now. Um, And anyway, today we're talking about generations and how that impacts our adulthood and just the war with the generations in between the generations. I know you guys have seen the TikToks and memes on Instagram about Gen X, Gen Z, the millennials, and we're going to get into all of that. Um, And full transparency, this is my second time recording this intro, but what I was trying to say is that even at my job, they have like a support group for dealing with people from other generations like in your workplace so like if you're working with maybe some baby boomers and like the conflict between baby boomers and millennials and like I don't know them not being able to use a computer and millennials being frustrated I'm making that up I hope no one is offended but anyway um I'm just really excited to talk about this because I feel like my brother has so much good insight to this and he sees things from like a very different way. He's sitting next to me and I told him not to speak yet because it's not his turn, but um, I'm just gassing him up a little bit because I am really (laughs) excited to talk to him about this and I just feel like our conversations are constantly a podcast anyway Um, and so I'm excited to share him with you guys. And so I'm going to take a short little break because I don't have that much to talk about um, on my own with this. I You will hear mostly from Mr. Lorenzo here. Um, and so we are going to take a quick break. Okay, welcome back. I have Lorenzo here with me. Lorenzo, say hello. Hello. <laughs> he says hello the same way every time. Uh, this is my brother. Um I don't know how much information about himself he's going to give today, but we are (laughs) seven years apart. Um, We did not get along as youths, um, but I think we're besties now. He probably would not say that we're besties, but I think that we're best friends. Um, But anyway, like I've been telling you guys for ages, um, really excited for him to be here. And you know we have to put him through... The quick six. So, first of all, he does not know the answers to, or he does not know what these questions are. Um, So, yeah, we're just going to get to it. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Lorenzo Augustus. Okay. Like, what else about you? Um, (laughs) What do you like to do? What's your (laughs) thing? (laughs) What do I do? What do I like to do? I I don't know. I just, I like to relax. I like to chill. I like to chill out. I like to listen to music. I like to watch anime. I mean, I like to work out. I like every, you know, do thing, watch TV, like work out, like everybody, you know, do the regular stuff. Top three favorite anime for the people. Oh snap! Uh, <laughs> I, I gotta pull out my phone. He has to pull out his phone. Usually, what? I have what's, a list. Okay, but what's the top three that you think of then? They're maybe not your okay, favorite. Like the first one is Full Metal Alchemist for sure. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's like, okay, Full Metal Alchemist, I, I definitely miss with Naruto. Okay. Um, ah, 
three, probably like bleach, probably. Okay. Bleach, yeah. Okay. All right. So, what is the hardest thing that you have accomplished so far in your life? Mm, the hardest thing that's that's I don't know. Mm. Dang, I don't know. These are like, dang, you going to ask me questions I got to think about like, yeah. for a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm young. I'm only 20 years old. Hey, like, hey. It's not, it could be something when you were five. The hardest? I don't even know, man. Like, that's so... Well, you can't move on until you answer. Bro, what? <laughs> Maybe it was a test. Nah, it wasn't a test. You know, okay. it, wasn't. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a test. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know. That's like so difficult. All right. Well, we're going to have to come back to number two because that was just number two. Um, exactly. <laughs> what is something that you would tell your younger self, even though you oh, said that you're young? Easy. Okay. What, what is it? Um, pro- just do, do what you wanted to do. Do what you wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, do. You need to put that on the shirt. Do, like, and I guess just <laughs> emphasis on the, like, I know you just thought about, like, okay, what you wanted to do, and then every other factor that just came into that afterwards, and it's just like, just do what you wanted to do. Okay. It's been a lot of times where it's like, I should have just done what I thought I would have wanted to In do. In the first the place? Yeah. yeah. Heard. Felt. <laughs> definitely felt. Um, all right. So what are your concerns for the future? That's a lot. Especially, well, like, what? Like, anything? Just, I don't know. The environment? Um, well, I knew you were going to give an environment. Yeah. So give one about give one about yourself and one maybe not about yourself. Oh, my concern about myself for the future. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I mean, not really a concern. I just want to make sure that I have a good, like... Um, that I could set a good, like, plan for, like, how I process, like, what I want to achieve and stuff. Okay. I just make sure, like, everything's, like, it's going to be the right, it's going to be right things. I have the right stuff lined up for me to achieve my goals. Okay, so, like, the the steps are in place. Like, okay, okay. And then not about yourself. Yeah, like, well, I mean, the, the environment, really everything that goes on, I see, honestly, the environment the politics we have going on, the cultures, the different cultures and countercultures and culture clashes that we have going on. I mean, that's all concerning to me. Yeah. Okay. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you have any goals that you can share with the audience? Um, yeah, I want to have a firm. I want to have my own environmental, uh, firm for multiple thing for multiple um i guess what do you call them markets the agricultural market the uh tech market just anything that has to do with the environment and uh conservation and sustainability i want to have uh a hand in that really okay and that for y'all that is the first that i've heard of this so i am intrigued i <laughs> Would love to pick your brain about that. Sounds like you'll be back on the show so that you can tell us about that. Uh-oh. And we're going to have to take a really quick break because somebody named Rollo would like to be a part of the show. 
Okay, and we're back. For some reason, Raul thinks it's okay to bark at his own his own human dad. Anyway, so uh, you had goals that you share with the audience, and then okay, tell us about a time. This kind of goes to your uh, thing you would tell your younger self, but um, tell us about a time that you let doubt cloud you. Um. Then you know. The thing about, like, when people ask me to recall things, it's like, <laughs> I kind of, especially when they're negative, like, moments, I don't kind of like to remember these things. Guys, I just want to let you know, that's called trauma. Um. <laughs> Not like that, but, like, I don't keep it in my head, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, like, put it in the back <laughs> not really not really so do you not remember or you just um it's not that i don't remember it's just like it's not many details i don't think okay okay you well you don't have to share like details but like i don't know how old were you what, what time were you thinking of um, do you I, have think I, I don't have a, i don't have like a specific thing yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have anything specific right now but i know like recently i've done something that i've doubted you know oh, so okay 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 that's what it was, it was like what you you doubted something yeah what? like you doubted yourself on something oh maybe doubted your abilities or oh Um, well, I don't know. I don't really, it's not, it's kind of like an ongoing thing, but at my job, they talk to me about being a specialist, and I don't really, it's not that I don't think I can do it. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of so, I don't think I can do it, but at the same time, it's, I don't want to do it, but then it's also like, it's a lot that's to do with that and I don't know if I want to go through that and I can't so there's a little doubt in there I would say but it's not that's not like a right now thing I get that um I think sometimes it at least for me it's like a I don't want to do it but then I have to start thinking like okay do I not want to do it because I don't think I can do it or do I don't think that I can do it and that's why I don't want like yeah. I don't know what it is yeah. but there's something about it, it that, is, that I don't want to do it <clears throat> like because I don't want to do it that I'm doubtful that I can or something yeah like yeah, that. yeah yeah exactly um so now back to the hardest thing that you've accomplished yeah you're answering The hardest thing that you've accomplished? Well, I had something in my head when I even knew that I was going to ask you this, but this is your first time on the show and I kind of, I think that everybody is weird about being on a podcast. It's not like I have like tons and tons of followers or anything like that <laughs> that are listening to this, but you know, maybe one day they will go back and listen to this episode. I think it has more so, which is why I asked the question instead of telling people what I think it is. I don't know how much of your information you want to be shared here, like mm -hmm. how transparent you would like to be. And like, so, you know, I did a podcast with mom and mm -hmm. when, before we started recording and I told her like how I had the conversation with you prior of like, okay, this is the format of like how I'm going to do this today. Mm -hmm. And I kind of told her, I'm like, it's up to you what you would like 
to share and then once she started talking like at first she was a little shy but when she started talking and she's just like you know what I'm enjoying this like I'm just gonna keep on going and she shared a little bit more than what she probably thought that she was gonna share at the beginning Mm -hmm. so but I don't want to push anybody to be like yeah no you need to get like I don't want you lying on here or nothing but like (laughs) if you don't want to share then you don't have to so I guess you can be somebody we table that for um, unless you want me to say what I think it is that is the hardest thing that you've accomplished. Well, I mean, I don't, I feel like a lot of things that I've accomplished, I don't feel are difficult after I accomplish them. Wait, what do you mean by that? Like once I finish, when I, once I finally like accomplish something that I say, maybe like I haven't like something that I feel like I haven't been able to do and I end up accomplishing it. I was like, it's never like, oh, that was hard. It was like, oh, I was thinking of it too complicated. Okay. Okay. You know, that's that's a good point. I like asking these questions. I think when I asked, um, uh, when I had Taylor on the show, I asked her something and like the way that she answered it, I was like, well, that's definitely not what I thought when <laughs> I asked the question. So that makes a lot of sense because I, I think I can say that for a couple of things too of just like, well, yeah, they were hard in that moment, but like yeah, looking in hindsight it. though, I was making it more difficult than it needed to be. Um, and I think I might have a tendency to do that a lot. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll probably be quick to be like, well, I mean, I've gone through all the, I've seen every path. I don't, I don't understand why I'm not getting it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So I feel like I'm quick to do that. So yeah. a lot of things probably are easier than I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for our quick six. So now we're going to dive into the deep, deep stuff <laughs> after we take a little break. <laughs> All right, so we are back, and something that I did not do in the intro, which I needed to do, but um, I just kind of forgot, the generations. I didn't even define the generations. I think that you guys know them, though. I do not have the exact years in front of me. However, I know that I am on the cusp of not being a millennial. I think the last year for millennials to be born was 1996, or 1997 or something like that, yeah. Um, so I am a millennial. Um, my brother here is definitely a Gen Z kid, um, but interesting. We'll, we'll get into why I feel like it's interesting that he's a Gen Z kid. And then our parents are both Gen Xers. So um, yeah, the Gen Xers are the, the kids of the baby boomers. And um, yeah, I don't... I don't really know the years on that, but I definitely, yeah, yeah, I don't know the years on that, but I think that, um, I don't know, uh, our dad has taken a, a strong interest in the differences between all of the generations. Um, he, when I was younger anyway, absolutely loved to like just blame anything that he just like did not understand (laughs) about my life on the fact that I was not a part of his generation he's like oh that's a millennial thing and I'm just I remember before I didn't even know what he was talking about I was like what the heck is a millennial thing like I didn't even realize what he was talking about and then my brother came and he is not a millennial uh and the thing is that I'm pretty sure because like the gen z like with every like newest generation, you don't even know what they are. Like the whole yeah. generation, <laughs> yeah. like you don't even know what they are. So I'm I was categorized as millennial until they yeah decided that it, it wasn't yeah. yeah. <laughs> until they defined Gen Z. 
So it and it, it it's just strange. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's it's it helps to define Gen Z and millennial and all that. But at the same time, I feel like it's just it's not it's not. It's not all the way accurate. Yeah, we don't need to be like you know, we don't need to get on yeah too much of it. Yeah. But I, I feel the same way honestly about the zodiac signs because there's definitely yeah. like there's some some character traits that I feel like people associate with me because I'm a cancer and some of those things are not wrong. Yeah. I do cry a lot like I it just is a part of me. But then there's some other things and I'm like that's just really not accurate like and stop making it seem like my decision making is behind the fact that i'm a cancer or lorenzo's an aquarius um he's definitely i think a true aquarius though i'm not gonna lie he's he's very he's a little different um (laughs) very smart um mysterious mysterious. (laughs) very mysterious um but anyway so not too much we're not gonna I didn't really want to touch too much into the like, okay, this is the differences between Gen X, Millennials, Gen Z or whatever. But I do find it interesting that in my household, there was like three generations, if you will. And like to see those interactions and I, you know, me not being the same generation as Lorenzo and like how we were raised and like how we view things is different or like how we even process how our parents are was different. So anyway, we're just going to dive into it. Yeah, like this. This. The the, part. The, <laughs> um, so anyway, I will. I will start off with you. What do you think the biggest? And this is a a very loaded term. Um, but the biggest issues in your own generation, like, what do you think your quote unquote Gen Z issues are? I think we're very like, and I say with any generational issue, it has a lot to do. I'm sound real political here, but it's, it has a lot to do with how the state administers education. Ooh. But I think a lot of our generation, like me, despise school and just we didn't really because there there are a lot of things that we do need to know growing into a world and being able to interact not only with people in our nation, but like internationally. And I feel like the education system doesn't help our generation be able to relate with other people internationally. I just like that. I just think we're really bad. And it seems like it makes it seem like our generation is almost rediscovering things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of other people in other countries already like not even like like math, science, history type things like. Just almost simple, I don't know, what's the word for it, like, just way of life things. It's just like, y'all don't understand, like, cultural way of life things, I guess. It's just we are not good with that, and we're rediscovering it, and I feel like it's it's almost disrespectful to other cultures because, like, we're coming up with this stuff that we think is new, and, like, people have been, been doing it, you I know see, what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that, that's one of the bigger things with our generation is we, we act like everything we're the first ones to you know discover or do some stuff like that yes yeah. I will I will concur with the older generations that we do act like we are the first ones to discover yeah <laughs> yeah no I definitely get that but I, I also to your point about education though mm-hmm. like I think that in the past it 
at least in our country, and somebody can, you know, I, I do have a few listeners from the Netherlands, I will say, you know, we're in, mm. we're in America, and a lot of the things that we learn are very American-centered. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's yeah, almost like we've been trained to, yeah, like, we are the best, and, like, we, we are a pretty great country, I'm not gonna lie, but, like, I think it closes our minds off to exploring other people and not not in not exploring them for exploitation and capitalism, but exploring them just to be there and learn from them. Like, I think a lot of people who are well-traveled, at least in my generation, they kind of, they're not appreciative of the cultures that they go visit. That's Mm. for their Instagram pics. That's for them to show people Mm. that they've been out somewhere, but they're not learning that culture that they are, are trying to be a, they're actually, they're not even trying to be a part of. Right. They're they're just like, yeah, this is here for a photo op, and that's about it. And it's people. That's people's like way of life. Like, yeah, this is how we live. This right. Is our, this is our home. Yeah, like this is my day to day. You're yeah. just here for a visit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Um, great points there. I think I was not expecting you to say that. I, I think every time I like write questions for whoever the guest is, I kind of like have in my head like what they're gonna what they, say. Yeah. And pretty much that's nobody true. has like <laughs> that. That's just me and how my brain works. But nobody follows the script in my head of what I think <laughs> that they're gonna say. Um, but anyway, so what do you think of the um, the other generations and what their weaknesses are, like what their issues are, in your opinion? Like you will meet. There are a lot of other generations, like just millennials and and our parents. Okay. Like <laughs> with millennials. Uh, let me think. I say with millennials, um, I don't know, cause there are a lot of different like once y'all when I was younger, I say millennials, cause I did go to school with a few of them. Yes, 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 yes. They were really like, to me, they felt like, and this might have just been cause I was younger, but it felt like they just they felt like they had to be above you you know what i'm saying like there's something they, to prove yeah they had yeah like almost like okay they even though it doesn't necessarily have to be like that they made sure to let everybody know like, <laughs> okay uh, yeah we're we're definitely older than you yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we have these years on you yeah that might that, that might have been just me being young or something like that but i don't know now that i'm older there are two types there are there are a whole bunch of different types of millennials now that especially with the internet because mm. Millennials were the first people to really be like, like on the internet. Yeah, for sure. That's have all types of different cultures now that you know. Um, I don't know. Older, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, I knew you were gonna have more to say about. <laughs> oh yeah, about the other generation. Yeah, what a uh, give me your top two. I'd say, um, maybe the politics. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we're they're actually doing better than I thought. But I think with the politics, we still haven't gotten. They haven't gotten deeper into like the 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 history behind why certain mm-hmm. things are why they are, and it's more so like this is un- to me. It seems like this is unfair to me. And I don't like it, so we need to not do it. Or like with like with the capitalism thing, it's like I think capitalism is. I think it's more about the people in it than mm-hmm. it is about 
the actual system itself. And I, I don't know, in my, I might be wrong about that, but I just feel like we have we don't get deeper into researching certain concepts before we start saying, yeah, I don't like to do this, or agreeing with something or disagreeing with other things. Uh, um, yeah, and I, I think that that actually goes back to what you said about education, yeah. and I feel like their generation... Yeah, it was still American centric for sure. And, uh, you know, you have to think historically about the times and with war and like yeah. it was kind of like a war a little bit on the country. of oh, like, yeah, 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 You know, yeah. like so they definitely have that very strong. But then there's also this like not questioning authority. Yeah. And so for them now to be moving in the world where it's like, no, nobody was saying you couldn't question authority, mm-hmm. but like there's a way to go about it. But like that's not how they were yeah, raised. Yeah. They were raised in this. No, you don't question authority, and so now they don't. They continue not to question authority, but they. It's like innately, I feel like they know that there's something wrong or there's something mm-hmm. amiss. So they're just like, eh, I don't know about that. I can and see like, it, yeah. yeah, but like, I can see it. But you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm take that step. Here. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. actually really see it. Yeah. Okay. Um. And I, sometimes I don't answer the questions, but I do um, want to answer this one of what I think actually is a weakness of my own generation Mm -hmm. and then also Gen X and Gen Z. Mm -hmm. So for millennials, I think that, and I'm, I'm not really, I haven't thought too deeply about where this comes from, but I think that we are a generation of people pleasers. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not, actually, I I do think I know where that comes from, but it stems from having the parents that we do and like, you don't want to make them upset or anything like that. And that kind of transcends into a whole bunch of other stuff where I feel like this is a strength of your generation. Y'all really don't give a shit about that. Like y'all really do not care about like, if it's not something that I wanted to do or like make sense to me, then I'm just really not doing it. And I feel like millennials in this moment, or at least the ones that are around my age right now, they are kind of about to enter our 30s and we're going through this like resurgence of like wait i don't have to do things that please other people i can do things that please me (laughs) well i think that's interesting though because i think the generations do that where it's like because i think that tailed into the the people pleasing i think that tailed in the gen z Mm -hmm. but when you have when you have an issue so early you get rid of it early. Yeah. So like Gen Z figured out how to get rid of that problem early, early because yeah. they had it earlier. Right. Whereas millennials probably didn't have that problem early. No. Nah. But then started to people please once they started to get older trying to figure out how to navigate the world. Yeah. You know I, I feel like, yeah, because I feel like I, I only started feeling like that probably like in about ninth grade. Mm. But I think that you probably felt like that From way earlier than that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, and so then weaknesses of Gen X, I actually, I, I think that they, be, there's like a sense of pride that they have that's very strong, um, not mm-hmm. for like their generation, but just kind of how they grew up. Mm-hmm. And I think that for them, it is unsettling to think that anything that happened when they were children was wrong. Yeah. Like, cause they're like, you know, we grew up great because I think that they look at this world right now and it's like, man, this is... This is not looking great. Like some, because yeah. I mean, you have to be honest. Like some of the problems that we have now, and most of them, I would have to say, are due to social media or just the yeah. internet in general. Like yeah, the fact that you can look up pe- where people's kids go to school, yeah. and like 
you know, just just the really it, messed up. Everything is just so accessible. Accessible, there, and because there's some there's some people who don't need all that accessibility yeah. because they're not good people, and I think that they look at some things like that. And like, damn, we didn't have these problems, mm-hmm. and so they look at like how they grew up, and it's like, okay, well, we didn't have these problems, so like exactly. there couldn't be anything wrong with what we did. Formula. Yeah, like, and I think that that's their weakness. And then anytime somebody questions it, they kind of like turn the finger back and like, well, look what's going on with y'all, right. like, and it's oh like, eh. Goodness. Yes, yeah, like, well, that's uh, not what we're talking about. Yeah, that's right not really what we're talking about there. And then with Gen Z, I feel like similar to what you were saying, how they feel like, you know, they they kind of created everything yeah. or they think that mm-hmm. they created everything. I also feel a little bit the opposite of, you know, I think that they look at other generations and they're like, look at all this shit that y'all did wrong. There's that, there's yeah. nothing good mm-hmm. that could have possibly true. came from that. And I... I almost feel like the Gen X and Gen Z are like polar opposites of each other in, in that, I don't know. I don't think millennials really give a shit about if they're like the best generation or whatever. Right. Or at least I personally don't. I'm just like here trying to make it. But then Gen X is like, ah, oh, Gen Z is terrible and they, they're too loose and they're too liberal and whatever they have to say about them. And then Gen Z is kind of like, okay, y'all are a little too fucking uptight. Like, you you actually need to relax. You need to take a chill pill. And not everything that you had was so damn great. Like, relax. And, but yeah. I do, I do. (laughs) I do agree with that. That definitely is our generation. Yeah. Um, So then, you know, enough bashing. What do you think, (laughs) what do you think the strengths are of all these generations? Um, With millennials, I think, even, like you said, though, like, I think they did a, I think they did a good job of trying to bring back, or not even bring back, because I don't think America's had uh, really had a culture outside of what they politically do, mm-hmm. like like what they di- diplomatically do rather, not politically but diplomatically. And I think millennials did a good job, along with the internet, of <laughs> giving America a culture outside of its. Uh, outside of you know military or something like that or mm. like some type of paper you know some like where america is patriotic i think we've had i think we've started to develop an actual like okay america you you can go to america and we're not talking about poli- we're not talking about politics here. politics war and guns yeah. like <laughs> there's some more stuff music and economics and, yeah and stuff yeah. like that you know yeah actual the fun stuff entertainment yeah. like yeah, yeah exactly. okay for sure. All right. What about the others? Um, with Gen X, well, I can't. Well, you know what? I need to ask because I honestly I have no idea. I need to ask what lifestyle was like because I kind of get what it was like again politically at the time, but I don't know what people were living like. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so okay. I don't really know. From a like, from a where I'm at now standpoint, I guess, and I guess what they're doing for us right now, and I'm thinking what, whatever Generation X did in their whatever they consider their like prime or something like yeah, that, yeah, okay, and not what they're doing right now. But I guess if we're talking about what they're doing right now, I think they're doing better than their older generations mm-hmm. of allowing younger people even though they don't seem like it allowing younger people to actually do what they want okay i yes yes they have their comments but they they're not like oh i disown you yeah Yeah. (laughs) no there's the there's a few there's Mm -hmm. a few that still are doing the whole yeah like 
I'm not supporting that life mm-hmm. at all. But like, it's definitely better than I know it's better than it used to be because a lot I I just know people's families have been doing terrible things to them. Oh just yeah, just for just for simple things, not even like not even anything extreme, just for simple things that they like to do or mm-hmm. like a lifestyle choice. I I know it was worse back then, so I I, I think that. The progress has been yeah, made progress for sure. Is being made, made for sure. And um, then about your own. I don't know. I don't really. I mean, we're cool, but <laughs> not cool. I don't know. There's a lot of things I I, have, I look at our generation and say I dislike. Y'all are still young too, though. Yeah. Um. I'll say we are trying to, we're see, at like, like, even though we're trying, we're acting like we're discovering everything, we're still seeking. I think yes. a lot of people okay. do not seek mm-hmm. and like, they just keep themselves in the mind and whatever is comfortable. And I think a lot of people in our generation get out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That definitely seems to be the norm. I think it's yeah. just like, y'all are really just like, yeah, I'm going to do this, yeah, let's but see, you know? <laughs> let's just see about it. Okay. Um, so I, this one takes it a little, I'm not going to ask the other questions. I think I'll get to those in a minute. So I, I want to ask, and this is a little bit more personal to us specifically. What do you think the biggest differences were maybe in our own household between maybe what you saw from how I was raised and then how you feel like you were raised? Um, I don't know. I probably think, I think y'all probably was just closer just because y'all were by yourselves before I came along. Okay. And I think y'all had a closer relationship when I was there just because, well, we're closer, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it was like, we're not close as far as our like maturity levels go you know what i'm saying like not until we get to adulthood like right around now where it's like every time we have a transition like i went to i went to middle school you went to college you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) big difference yeah like we've always been definitely far just going through you know what i'm saying way different shit (laughs) and obviously we're both far away from them so like i've always felt distant as far as being able to i think and then again i think the internet is going to be a big um recurring topic throughout this is that like Mm -hmm. because the internet and the fact that i'm so more well versed in the internet because I've never not. I've never You've known never a life. Yeah. yeah, I've never known a life without the internet. <laughs> right. I've never known a life without phones. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like I've never known a life without a lot of things that they've known. Yeah. Almost to twenty without. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. The completely different lives. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. so that that's I think that's basically the main difference. It's just like I think my it's it's that much different. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would have to say the same, like back to the internet as well. Cause I, I, for, for mom and dad with me, the internet was still very new. Mm-hmm. And when it came, it was during a very, like, now I feel like it is very well known, like what the dangers of the internet are. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, not to be talking to certain people. And like, mm-hmm. there were all these documentaries and stuff out, but like, mm-hmm. 
the stuff that you see on like 20, 2020 or whatever, mm-hmm. or Dateline and all that, like that stuff was going on while I was in high school. So it wasn't yeah. like it was yeah. a warning or whatever. It was just like, oh, did you hear that so-and-so got snatched up yeah. by like whoever? And like was that was like, news. right? Yeah, there like, for sure. Yeah. And even like, so the, the, the very first episode of Degrassi, actually, uh, the main character, Emma, is talking to this dude online and she's like, it's email. Like that's how early yeah. on in the internet it was. But, you know, Canadians, I, I have to say with Degrassi, they knew what they were doing because the things <laughs> that they were talking about were so on brand and on like time. That. Yeah, because yeah, I think that came out in 2005 or 2006 or something like that. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And, like, that's when... But it wasn't common for everybody to just have access to the internet like that. Mm. It was just like, okay, so if you're a kid who does have access to the internet, this is what you need to be aware of. Now it's like every kid has access to the internet. But but I think for mom and dad, it was, like, scary for them because they were just like, we really don't know nothing about this. Mm -hmm. And so I I think, one, I'm a girl. That makes a difference. And, two, it was like we don't know what this is and we're already concerned about you being in this world as like a target. And mm-hmm. now this internet thing has made you even more of a target. And it didn't help that I was being a dumbass on the internet either. <laughs> and like telling people that I was home alone and like no, yeah. chatting with people who I literally had no idea how old they were, or whatever I, for whatever reason I, w- I was like very into being a scene girl. Uh, for those of you who do not know what a scene girl is, I'll have to post it on Instagram uh, <laughs> after this to be like, this is what I'm talking about. Tune in to find out what the heck I was talking about and why I wanted to be a scene girl. Um, but basically very emo, listened to screamo music. And I was very, I was obsessed. I cannot even believe I'm saying this right now. I would look up like on, it was Buzzfeed, but oh, uh, yeah, Buzzfeed. I loved Buzzfeed. Like, ah. And I would look up on Buzzfeed, like, okay, how to become a scene girl. And one of the, the recommendations was that I followed very heavily Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star wow. was a scene, like, before he got into makeup and everything like that on YouTube and stuff like that, he was prominent, like, the tumblers and everything, prominent in the scene mm. girl world. And I was like, I need to be like Jeffree Star. And, like, that was, that was my first little introduction into the internet. Like, that's the kind of shit that I was on. Of course, my parents were concerned. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then with you, it was just like, well... We can't really stop him. Nah, but that would hit him with that that parental control. Oh yeah, like made sure it was on that, and I was like, I don't even, about that. I don't even know what I'm not supposed to be looking at. Yeah. And the problem with that stuff is, is that like when you have, when you have something that's so unknown, you have people that limit it so strongly, and then when you have something limited so strongly, you have somebody wanting to see it more. Yeah, I think. I'm not going to say that this was flawed because I do see their reasoning for this, but I feel like a lot of the parenting was like preventative. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think there are some things that you need to be preventative towards versus like responsive, like Mm -hmm. or not responsive. I think more so just like at least at least deeply research it. To where you're yeah. well versed before you before go you're say, just like oh yeah you can't have it <laughs> yeah like it's like I haven't even it, done you know? anything yet and yeah. I, I feel like that was the issue with me for how we were raised is yeah. just like the okay I haven't even done anything yet and I'm already being punished for yeah. something that I haven't done just so that I don't do it like yeah. what is this and I think that that led me to be a little bit more rebellious because it was like you know what I probably wouldn't have even looked at this anyway yeah. but the fact that you told me it, I couldn't you know? then now I have to. 
and I still found a workaround to all the shit that I was trying to get into. But yeah. <laughs> I, I found a I found a way around it all time all the time. But you know, if we ask Dad right now if he has any regrets about doing that, he doesn't. He's he's like, yeah, I'd do it again. Yeah, but- <laughs> unfortunately, but yeah, yeah. Um, so what is something that? Try not to get too deep into our personal life. <laughs> what is some? Um, actually, I'm just gonna ask, and then if you don't want it in here, we can just cut it out. Um, what's something that you would like Dad to understand about you? Um, I gotta cut it out. I don't think, but um, really, uh, let me think. Honestly, what I don't well, I've gotten to the point where I don't think I really want people to understand. Mm-hmm. I think people just you don't you don't have to understand, but okay. I think it's if it doesn't if it has nothing to do with you as far as your livelihood, I feel like you don't need to bother with it. Okay. Okay. So like I don't really, you know, you don't have to agree with me or anything, but I don't think I don't try to make don't try to make problems in my life because I want to do something that you might not you don't agree necessarily with or agree understand because yeah. it might not be that you don't agree with it but you don't understand it and I might not be at a point where I'm capable of understand or uh, explaining to you in a way that you can understand what I'm doing even but I know what I want to do like I know what actions I want to take. But, yeah, definitely. There, there's many times where I don't have the vocabulary to yeah, say. Yeah, it's really just the vocabulary. Yeah, I do I not have the vocabulary to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I just know that this is this is what I'm leading to. I, yeah, yeah. That that takes me to. I think that that generation is doesn't quite understand the decisions that can be made without logic. Like, not everything has to have like a, a, a exact reason. Not even that. I think everything, well, for me, everything does have to have a logic. It's just that not every logic is explained. Because there are certain things that probably, that he probably is unable to explain to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I think it's, everything has a logic, but you have to have, you have to be in the right perspective. Your ability to put yourself in other people's perspective okay. is key in mm-hmm. understanding uh, if it's logical or not. You yeah. Know? And you know what? And I, great. Cause I say this, cause I was going to answer for this about mom, but I think that there, there are times where it's like, okay, you know what you would do in this situation yeah. because of the walk that you've had mm-hmm. in life, exactly. but you haven't had my walk in life to be able to tell me that this is the best decision that mm-hmm. I should be making for myself. Like you're not privy to all that information mm-hmm. to be able to say that to me. That's, that's interesting. Like, um, I, <laughs> I say it now. You guys obviously can't see because I have not gotten video yet. But um, my brother has locks and they are mm-hmm. dyed like purple and blue. Um, they look really good because he finally got his hair done. But they look really, really good, nice and clean. He has his own little style of jewelry that he wears and everything like that. Um, and scandalous, but both his ears are pierced. Um, I say that because our dad was not a fan of that at all. I don't think he's still a fan now. I think he's just accepted it. But that that was a very big deal that he had both of his ears pierced because of that generation. But I, I remember when I was going to do interviews after college, after I graduated from college, I'm going to go do interviews and 
mom was like, have you been taking out your nose ring? And I was like, quite frankly, no, because I forgot that that bitch was even in here. Like, I had not, like, no, I have not been doing that, actually. And she was like, maybe you're not getting callbacks because you have a nose ring. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. And then the, the first company that I worked at, I remember walking in and interviewing with somebody. And first of all, everybody who I interviewed with that I actually interviewed with in person, because I interviewed on a Friday, they were wearing jeans and a t-shirt. So I was like, all oh right, they're goodness. not serious yeah. in here. Um, and then the first lady that I ever worked with, she wasn't my manager, but I just, she was over me still. She had tattoos on both of her wrists. She has kids that, I think her kid is like maybe a couple years younger than me. Um, mm. She had a tattoo on her back that you could see depending on what kind of shirt she was wearing. <laughs> um, and she, her toes were always showing. And um, our mom is a very big stickler for not wearing open-toed shoes at the mm-hmm. workplace. So I looked at that and I was just like, she was concerned about my little dainty nose ring. Mm-hmm. I have no visible tattoos. Like, not that that's a bad thing, but it was just yeah. like, okay. Th- also, I was working in Austin. I was like, you yeah. really think they're not going to hire me because yeah. I have a nose yeah. ring? <laughs> And I mean, for those of you who know me in person, my nose ring is so small. It's like, it's so, so tiny. It's just a little tiny stud. That's it. It is nothing extravagant. Um, But yeah, I just, again, you are not in my shoes and you don't know what I know. You've not seen what I've seen, but you're still like, "Mm, yep, that's the reason you ain't getting callbacks because you got that nose ring. Now that that you say that, I think that's another generational thing. It's just, now they may be able to, they, they may be, they may say stuff about like they'll they'll say a lot of stuff, but like they'll never like look at like l- the world changes so much, yeah, and like the culture of things changes so much. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 different. It's a different world out there about how people what people care about. Yeah, for sure. People care about people care more about what you're saying on social media mm-hmm. and what you talk about and who you, and what group you support. Yeah, really, people care about yep. what group you support more than anything yeah. else. At this were you point. there on January sixth? Yeah, yes or exactly. no? Like- yeah. <laughs> the the it, it's all that. What kind of stuff you got in your Instagram yeah. bio? What are you what following? Are you yeah. Posting? Yep. yeah, all yep. that. that all that's that. what they care about. What you drink when you go to exactly. the like, when you exactly. go get something to eat? Like where are you eating at? Like yeah. where are you living at? Where what kind of car you drive? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's what they care about. Exactly. Now what you look like, mm-hmm. eh, whatever. What you talking about though, especially on those socials. And I think that's a it's interesting to see because I guess I, I don't even I wouldn't even consider my generation to be the first generation that grew up with the internet because it mm-hmm. came like in the middle of my childhood. Yeah. But yeah. you, you're the first generation I think you grew up always having internet mm-hmm. and like there hasn't been a long enough time for us to see the effects yet because the oldest Gen Z person is like I think maybe 21 or 22 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so <laughs> you know, we haven't even seen the effects of what that does like later down the, the line. Inter- yeah, yeah, to, to have, have the internet all yeah. that time. And I I think we're slowly starting to see not just with the internet but just our minds being simulated so much and having mm-hmm. so with much TV yes. and radio and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, having all that internet, simulation yeah. um Devin and I were visiting a friend of ours um, and their son. I think I've told this story before um, and kind of helped me and what I personally, like how I break down my days and my nights and everything like that. And when I want to get off the phone or get off, uh, stop watching TV and everything. Mm -hmm. But um, 
one day he we were there and we were doing a little bit more active stuff so um he needed to be entertained a little bit more so Mm -hmm. um he was watching tv a little bit more than they typically allow for him to and he was i think about to turn to um like a few months after this visit and he got to watch a little bit more tv he took a nap that day and his mom was like, I can tell by the way that he woke up that this afternoon is going to be interesting. Mm. And I was like, what you mean? Because he woke up and like, he was just talking. Like he wasn't like, hey, come <laughs> get me. He was just talking. It was just like babbling a little bit. And I was like, dang, that's that's the most I ever heard him talk this whole time. Mm-hmm. So we get to dinner. Well, it's before dinner. The dad is, you know, making stuff on the grill. Mom is preparing the sides inside. Um... She was like, you're done with TV for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, He didn't really care because he wanted to do a bunch of other stuff. He wanted to sweep. He wanted to vacuum. He wanted to mow the lawn because he likes to help with that stuff. Um, And so, yeah, he was not able to do that because nobody could, you know, watch him do that or like they weren't doing it with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He became irate and he was just crying. Like he tried to ride Rollo a couple of times. Rollo did not like that. He swung his truck around a couple of times. Um, didn't like that. He he got some applesauce to calm him down. When he was done with that, he chunked it down the stairs. Like he was just he was having a moment. Like he was That's really crazy. having a moment. Um, and yeah, he wanted to be a helper and he couldn't, so he was upset. So we get to the dinner table finally, and he just starts chunking chicken nuggets across the table. And she was just like, "Yeah, this is why we do not allow for him to watch TV." And he had wow. to go to bed forty five minutes earlier that night because and and he was cool with it too he was just like night night like it's like wow. he knew like, i do crazy. need to go to bed because i can't deal with y'all no more because wow. i yeah but it was just because of him watching a little bit more tv yeah. that day and i'm like if that's what that does to a little kid who right. can't really like function imagine that, like that system, the irritability yeah. that we face when we are that stimulated all the time mm-hmm. so i think that even before you know studies and everything come out and they're like actually strong studies that have been supported by years of research I think that already we're starting to see like, hey, <laughs> some of this shit is not good. Yeah. <laughs> we need to really, really back it's a It's like bit. the rate that we're doing it at more mm-hmm. like, it's just like, we should not like, marathons are like the, the death of people, you know what I'm oh, saying? Because yeah. we're just sitting Binging. in front of the TV. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> sitting there in front of the TV doing absolutely nothing, nothing, but just got light playing in front of your face. All the time. You know? And, and all the sound. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she was saying uh, too, she doesn't let him watch Coco Melon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what's wrong with Coco Melon? Because not that I know, because I don't have kids. I was yeah. just like, oh, I thought all the kids love Coco Melon. And she was like, it is just too stimulating. It is constant singing, constant movement, yeah. constant all the time. And she was like, and then I looked it up and I was like, that makes so much sense. Because like Dora the Explorer, she asks a question and then she actually stops and waits and for pauses. you to answer the question. Yes. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, pause, there's silence there as silence. if somebody, she's going to hear you. Yeah, like, yeah, she, yeah, but Coco Melon's not like that. Yeah. It's just a constant keep going, keep going, keep going. There's always something dancing, moving on the screen. And mm-hmm. kids are like almost in a trance by it. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the type of entertainment that I want my kid to have. Cause then you snap them out of that and they're just like, ah! yeah, they're mad about it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. When you get them out of the system, it's worse. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't know. I think you said that one of your concerns was like the, like, almost like the differences between the extreme, the extreme yeah. differences. Yeah. yeah. Between people. But I, I think that we'll, we'll be okay. We will be okay <laughs> once we learn the internet. But yeah. when every time there's something new, because I'm sure a long time ago when Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone, <laughs> there was like 
how are you talking to him from across the country yeah. or however the far they could do it back right, then? Right, like across the state. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, you know. But they were like, this is something that we cannot, we're not going to be able to rely on this. This is the, and then there are people that are like, we, this is revolutionary. We could use this for a whole bunch. Right. Like you have, I think you have that with every big, you know, invention and something like that. So it's, 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 I think it comes with, I think it comes with anything, any innovation. We just need to, we just need to be able to nurture it correctly. And that's, that's the key is that we nurture it anything we invent correct like this ai shit mm. man this ai stuff is scary Very if, scary if it gets in the wrong not even the wrong hands just the wrong direction yeah because man, i feel like we're playing with something that we we can quickly lose control over. yeah um yeah as far as especially with the morals of it yeah because you put that in a company's hands that doesn't care about the 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 ethics of it and it's you could do a lot of bad stuff with that. It's already fraud AI stuff I've been hearing about. Oh yeah, for sure. There, yeah. There's like Drake songs out that mm-hmm. Drake obviously did not write or anything like that, but it sounds like he yeah, did. Yeah, exactly like him. Right? Yeah. Um, and then there's also the, this is definitely off topic and probably something for another podcast, but I do want to say uh, this kid that I actually, I, I say kid, he's a whole doctor now. He got his PhD. Shout out to you, Jaren Christ, Dr. Jaren Christ. But we were in... Um, the McNair Scholars Program together, and we all were required mm. to do undergrad research. And his was about if AI needed to have rights, like mm, civil rights, yeah, and like the argument as if it's of, a person, yeah. And so, yeah. and it was just like I feel like he did that research, and we never quite got to an answer. And I don't think mm-hmm. we really ever will. <laughs> like it'll just be about what people decide at the end of the day on yeah. that. When, and it's when, scary when AI starts asking for it. Yeah, when they ask for the rights, like, <laughs> can I actually scary. take the day off? Yeah. Like. <laughs> But yeah, so I think that was good. Um, the last thing that I have to ask, of course, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Anything you want anyone to <laughs> That's funny. follow you on anything and let them know what that is and I'll put it in the show notes. Well, y'all can follow Never Turn Negative. We're okay. about to come out with something very soon. We're uh, looking back into it. We're, we're getting back into it. You know, it, it the economy, y'all know how it is. But. <laughs> It's the economy, but y'all go follow Never Turn Negative. It basically, it's my, um, it's me and my uh, friends' uh, clothing brand, and basically, it's just about never, never giving into that negativity, but accepting that it exists and it's and it's there. So you have to you you have to acknowledge that there are bad things that are gonna happen, and you're gonna lose, and some of your goals you might not accomplish, or you you might not accomplish at all or you might not accomplish when you want it to but you 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 keep you need to keep on going you don't need to stay in that and that's basically what never turn negative is acknowledge the negative but move past it and so y'all go follow that it's never turn negative just never turn negative at never turn negative yeah okay no you you don't want your personal plugs Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> they'll find you but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah i'll put that in the show notes but thank you so much lorenzo this was so good and <laughs> i can't wait to have you back i feel like i just thought of a whole bunch of other topics for us to talk about um the next time that you come back and i said in the last um pod that i'm very excited because 
uh, Lorenzo has moved closer to me, so this <laughs> means that he'll be around more often. And he's been acting weird about it and everything. Like, he can't come over or whatever. Like, he got to ask for all these permissions or whatever. I do, bro. Anyway, I'm just really excited for him to be here. And I am grateful that he came on the show. Finally, it's been a long time coming. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.